Welcome back to another episode of Video Nerds. I'm the Man Nerd, and I'm here with... Who am I here with? Me, Mr. Steven Shred, as, uh, as uh, some people know me. That's, that's everybody knows you like that. All right, so today, today, we are going to be going through a season of a show. And I got a question for you. How, how did that intro song make you feel about what we're going to review today? Pretty epic. <laughs> for me, I was going for that, you know, end of the world sadness, but you want to push through it. Definitely feel it. Definitely feel it. <laughs> Which is perfect for uh, what we're talking about, right? Yeah, it's perfect. I'm going to let you go for it. Tell us what we're talking about today. So today we are going to be talking about HBO's adaptation of the amazing game series, The Last of Us. And uh, oh, yeah. it is a game that I played back when it released. And then I played it again on uh, PS4. And then I played it again a little bit later on before The Last of Us 2 came out, which we will not be talking about today because uh, Andrew has yes. not played any of the games. I've not played any of the games, so all I know about is the show, just the first season, which is the first game, like exactly, right? Pretty close. There are some things that are very different. Frank's story, extremely different. The whole, um, I cannot remember her name, the, uh, the woman who is also from Two and a Half Men, her whole thing with like the rebellion and taking over oh, the okay. area and them mm -hmm. hunting down um, Sam and Henry, uh, that whole thing was completely new to the show. For the most part, like I've even seen some videos of comparisons. Lines of dialogue are exactly the same. Scenes are shot the exact same way. Like there is one weird difference that I found though as when they were doing the scene comparisons, for some reason, there were scenes where in game, the characters are yelling and in the show, they're a little more, you know, speaking in an even voice and then vice versa, where in the show they're yelling and in the game, they're speaking in a more even voice. It's, it, yeah. it was weird. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't have known that. Now, how did that translate did it work for both versions of that or was it just odd it, it definitely worked in the context of what they're trying to show there are a few things okay. that uh definitely were not off-putting at, at all but like definitely set things apart uh, especially the uh final episode the final moments of the episode um there was uh it, there was a change in the way that you kind of see Joel, if uh, that makes sense. I don't know if you want to get into the finale immediately or if you want to lead up to that. <laughs> I think we'll lead up to that, All right. uh, but Sounds that's good. definitely one of one of the topics I want to get to. Yeah. Now, let's, let's start with a quick, uh, no spoilers movie. Well, not movie, because I always do movies. <laughs> Show review. Yeah. So, uh, I think you went last time first, so I'll jump in. As not knowing the games too much, I'd say that this series was actually very, very solid. I enjoyed the buildup. At first, I didn't like some of the characters, but we'll <laughs> get into that. And then it, it eventually like grew on me like, yeah, actually that works really well. And uh, yeah, I, I'd say that for a post-apocalyptic storyline, 
that was very cool uh they didn't really go too much into the monster aspect it was very story and character driven in my opinion i'll definitely give this a full rating a d20 for sure <laughs> yeah all right so what do you think for me it's i went into this knowing that if they adapted the game like they did that it would be amazing because the game has some of the most compelling story that's such an overused phrase but you know it's characters you know all their motives everything is uh justified and it all makes sense the story the way it changes the way that ellie and joel's relationship grows it all feels like real and possible you know because my biggest thing is when two characters start to bond and they get that like you know that family like uh like uh you know they become family i i hate when it's rushed because then it's like oh okay so you're doing it for the plot it doesn't really yeah it makes you feel like oh they're just supposed to feel that way but you don't really feel that yeah i get you yeah like uh the <laughs> the biggest one that i always go back to is uh the original suicide squad movie where at the end she's like oh it's okay we're family and what the hell you guys barely know each other like you hate each other the whole movie <laughs> yeah like they they didn't do anything that would actually build meaningful relationships it was just kind of like oh for the plot they got to care about each other and that's why they help each other out but uh ellie and joel's relationship you know from the very beginning all the way until the end it makes sense why they have that especially for joel's perspective like it makes sense that she would start to fall into that like daughter role for him. So yeah. I, I love the series. Uh, I, I'm still not familiar with the Dungeons and Dragons uh, dice thing. <laughs> Basically, uh, a 100% is a D20, and then a notch down from that's going to be a D12, D10, D8, D6, D4. Jeez. Okay, we'll just go D20. <laughs> D20, got it. <laughs> it's one of my favorite game series. I have yet to replay The Last of Us 2 because, you know, we're not going to give any spoilers, but it is a game that weighs very heavy on the heart. It, like, mm. all throughout the game, there is just, it is, it, it's especially rough when you're going from playing The Last of Us, the first one, multiple times and just really getting attached to, like, everything that the world is. I'm guessing it changes a lot then. It, it it echoes the idea that they live in a very unforgiving world. Okay. I will leave it <sighs> at that. You know, like, there's just a lot going on. So I have not had the heart to play it again. I played through it the very first uh, weekend that it came out, which I believe it was like a 22-hour playthrough or something like that. Holy crap. Yeah, yeah. That's a lot of time. <laughs> and uh, I was like, I'll go back for the Platinum. I never went back. <laughs> that was like three years ago. But Oh, man. So the second season's going to be rough. <laughs> they're going to be breaking up The Last of Us 2 into, two or th or into one or two seasons. So I believe okay. we won't get the full Last of Us 2 until we get into the third season. Which makes sense because it introduces a lot more characters and a lot it expands on the world a lot so you start to okay. see things from multiple sides and if they try to do that in one season that would get very messy 
Yeah, because that would be just too rushed. It would, it would be like uh, what you said before. It's like no character growth. The story would be way too rushed. Yeah, it'd be like some Spider-Man 3 action where they introduce like three villains at the same time. You're just like, what? Yeah, that was that was awful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so let's get into uh, the spoilers. And you know what this means? Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Yep, I can't get enough of that. All right. <laughs> so now, first episode, you get thrust into this world, basically the beginning of it, which is pretty epic. So I want to tell you my thoughts on that first episode on how everything just started to go to crap right off the bat. And then I want you to tell me your reaction from playing the game and how it differed. All right. So for me, it was... It was very, very epic, like I said. It was intense. Uh, everything went to crap very quickly. People started changing. It was the standard zombie apocalypse type of situation. But what differentiated it from other things to me was Joel and his daughter's relationship. That was, was very quickly get thrust into that, but I believed it. I, I, I felt like they were family right off the bat. And then what happened later just broke my heart and the action in between that just made that so much cooler even going through the town and the the car chase and that was just great yeah like for me it is almost a shot for shot <laughs> like with the game's opening uh there are differences like um the whole sarah going shopping and all that stuff that didn't happen in the games uh the games start that night it, it was definitely different uh you don't get the whole like neighbor interaction or anything like that uh i believe mm -hmm. you you play as sarah you're going around and uh, if i remember correctly joel's already home so he just scoops her up and they just go so like okay. so you just start right into the action pretty much but it is a long a longer section i believe the entire section is about like an hour long maybe 40 minutes but it all leads up to the same place. Uh, so I knew exactly where it was going. And yeah, <laughs> it, I, I played through it multiple times. That part never gets any easier. That part is always just rough. And they did a really good job of conveying everything. Like it, it's one thing to introduce a father and daughter. It's another thing to show the care they have for each other and kind of like, yeah get the thing of like you know their father and daughter but they do really care about each other they have a really good relationship and uh break that <laughs> break it right off the bat yeah oh man yeah so we're already into spoilers so his daughter gets killed the night of and you could tell that that's what made him who he who he is later yeah that was dark yeah playing that back in 2013 when the game came out i was just like what <laughs> <laughs> so that was like oh man that was like uh i i know what's about to go down let's see how everybody else reacts kind of moment <laughs> oh yeah yeah and that uh that definitely got me now after that it jumps like super far into the future like 23 years after the outbreak 
and you just see the world has turned to complete and utter shit. <laughs> How would you compare the world in, in this cityscape that they're in, this quarantine zone, compared to other games and other post-apocalyptic uh, movies and shows that you've seen? Uh, I would say it's very similar. The thing that The Last of Us had over anything else for me was um, I thought the reasoning for the apocalypse was very creative. Yeah, definitely. And um, the other thing is the characters. As far as the world in itself, the idea that, you know, the zombies are an issue, but people are also a big issue. That's very common in, um, you know, any apocalyptic thing that you could possibly bring up whether it be zombies whether it be nuclear holocaust like any of that kind of stuff it's just you know people are bad too so and then uh you know you have these uh government types that bring everything together but it's very strict and they live in these zones that you know just feel like uh like on a dictatorships in themselves it, oh yeah it, it's very some of them are worse than others you find out yeah so it's it's very common within the genre so as far as the last was setting itself as like uh, apart with that aspect it doesn't really but in the sense that it gives us an idea of where all of that led joel like i, I think it fits the story well and everything like uh, we see the next episode it picks up like you were saying, and Joel is, uh, you know, he's he's running uh, meds and all kinds of stuff and drugs, just getting his hands on whatever he can outside of the zone and then selling it back inside and then cutting uh, some of the, I guess, uh, cops in on it. Yep. So glorified security guards. Yeah, pretty much with bigger guns. <laughs> yeah, way bigger guns. <laughs> yeah, so it like gives you an idea of the kind of world that it shaped, but at the same time, it's you know very within the realm of possibility of what would really happen. You know, you get quote unquote safe area, somebody takes it over, and then it just becomes this weird power dynamic between the people there and the people that are in control. Yeah, that are supposedly keeping them safe. But it got to a point where they don't really have to do much to do that anymore. Yeah. Pedro Pascal, how did you feel like he changed from the beginning of the first episode, being a father, and then 23 years later? Uh, the character as a whole, like, the, the jump isn't that far in the games. I believe the jump in the games is just 10 years pretty good yeah but I, I felt like it made sense because you have somebody who you know the thing that they cared about most in the world's taken from them they're thrown into this world where everything from before doesn't really matter anymore and things are getting even harsher yeah so it's like it makes sense that he goes down this darker path especially with the stuff with his brother where his brother's just not with him anymore now he's just kind of solo doing what he does he does have tests his uh i believe they made him his girlfriend in the show yeah in the show they were pretty much dating yeah yeah in the games they did not have a relationship uh they were just like just work partners yeah pretty much so that was another change but 
Yeah, and that's what I thought at first, and then they kind of hinted towards the relationship. Yeah, they hinted at that a few different times, and it was just mm-hmm. kind of like, oh, okay, I, I guess that makes sense. But yeah, in, in the games, there was none of that. So that was that was a random one. But like I said, it makes sense uh, later in. So as the story progressed, how did you start feeling about everything? Once we leave the quarantine zone and uh, the story starts to pick up with Ellie being brought in. For me, I had a really hard time with Ellie. <laughs> like, I I did not like her at all. And I thought she was just a brat kid, <laughs> just very mouthy. And I was like, why did they pick this person? And then as it went on, I was like, she actually grew as a, as a character, as a person, and started to bond with Joel, and that actually did it for me. And then the nail in the coffin was later on when you're like that's the voice actress that play that uh, plays her in the game and she was playing her mom in the series on one of the last episodes <laughs> and i was like holy shit she looks just like her <laughs> like they they did that on purpose and and that kind of just put it all together for me and i was like hell yeah yeah that that was the biggest problem for me everything else was just flowed very well the world that they were in was incredible Uh, going to the different places, even uh, Tommy's community. I felt like that was that was very cool. And it kind of makes you wonder when that's going to fall apart. But anyway, (laughs) the other communities kind of suck, especially in the last uh, uh, the second to last episode. Yeah, that that guy. We all hate that guy. Yeah, that was another one that was almost shot for shot. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, dear God. Yeah, that was actually very very awesome and uh oh man what city were they fleeing with that big horde that came out with with the giant monster that was probably one of my favorite parts because that was so intense i don't remember exactly well anyway it was <laughs> this horde of these things coming from the ground these mushroom monsters and then that giant monster was that the only big bo- big bad boss in the game? I don't think it it should be because it's a monster video game. You should probably have a lot more. Uh, I mean, the clickers serve as not really bosses, but like, you know, a difficult thing to deal with. Uh, mm-hmm. Those ones, I don't remember. I don't know why I don't remember what they were called, uh, but there were a few different variants and uh, the big guys were one of them. It wasn't a one-time thing, though. You had to face them quite a few times. So was that basically a game, instead of like going from big boss to big boss, it was like you're just traversing the environment and surviving? Is that how how it went? Pretty much. There was no uh, big boss fight or anything like that. It was more like different scenarios, and they were just like different kind of enemies that make certain areas more difficult. Okay, so they seems like they did that very well in the show then yeah the uh, monsters were more obstacles to deal with as opposed to being the main focus which i thought translated really well because it would be really weird in a show if they're like oh man this is the one big bad monster that we got to take down before we could do anything else when in reality you know yeah. if you saw something like that and you had the option to leave you'd probably just do that 
you'd run the hell away. How yeah. you would. It's like, all right, well, we got to make it all the way over here. So let's just not even deal with this. <laughs> all right. So since we're kind of limited on time, I want to, I want to hit a few different things here. All right. Bill and Frank. Let's talk about that. <laughs> that wasn't in the game, but. Oh my God. I, that was so different. I liked it because Nick Offerman, of course, he made it amazing because he's awesome. Yeah. But that was a very emotional episode. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, very, very different in the games, which is funny because um, there is an entire area that you need to get through in the game with uh, with Frank's help. And it's kind of like he is just the character is very similar, but the reasoning behind him being such like just a uh, not so great dude <laughs> is. Mm hmm is very different their relationship and everything they made it like a really nice episode like they show the whole love story they show you know things getting uh trying to trying to think of a way to put it without like oh i mean we already get with a spoiler warning you know yeah yeah you're good you can say what you want yeah they they show the whole you know them getting older them dealing with issues you know and then ultimately their deaths which none of that happens in the game none of it at all the game is way darker i believe so frank holds an entire area he does owe jill he owes jill or jill joel a um favor so he has to go talk to him because he's gonna help him with a car i believe mm -hmm. so they get that all going you you go into a room it's like a cinematic and there's like a body hanging in there and Frank is like dismissive of it because it is Bill. Yeah, that's a huge difference though. That whole episode. Yeah, they made that like a lot a nicer. Love story, <laughs> trouble, and then getting to the point where they end up dying together at the same time. Yeah, which was, which changed like a few things, you know, because, you know, Frank's not there, which in the game he is. And he's just like cranky hermit almost just staying away from everybody he's like all right just get your stuff get out of here like it's very yeah. much the attitude in the games which still kind of the attitude in the show but uh you know they open up with character a lot more yeah all right so let's get let's get down to the end man so the whole thing ellie you found out she's immune but you find that out pretty quickly in the beginning yeah and how's how does that differ from the show to the game so in the game you don't find out she's immune until a little later it's um it's still well Tess is alive but it is not knowledge to the player and it's not knowledge to joel i don't believe tess knows either but they find out and um it's it's not like a reveal thing it's can you get this kid to this place and then that's like that there's no like and here's the reason why you need to do that. So that explanation wasn't there in the game. That comes like way later. Do you think they should have followed the game or do you think it worked pretty well by getting that out there early on? Uh, I think getting it out there early on was probably the better move because the game, we already bought the game. We're sitting down, we're playing it. Yeah. Uh, you don't have show. to go through episodes, episodes. Yeah, yeah, show you don't need to go through. You don't need to know why this bratty kid needs to be transported and why it's so important. Like, you don't need to know any of that. It's just like, ah, that episode is all right. But 
you know it's like the walking dead you know that could have been that so it, it makes sense why they got straight into that why they're like hey this kid's important here's why as opposed to here's this bratty kid and the assumption could just be like oh it's some like rich guy's daughter or something like that you know the typical reason why you know somebody needs to transport a kid <laughs> all right now let's get to the end man you know what I'm talking about. Yep. Go for it. So the ending, the final episode, the like the setup is all exactly the same. The big difference that I felt was Pedro Pascal kind of just walks through everyone like the Terminator. Yeah. And it's just holy unfazed. Like just goes in there, annihilates everybody with like little to no resistance in the game it's a little different in the game you fight your way through because they uh you know they figure out what you're up to and it's like a big struggle and a big fight and then you finally get to the end and uh the end is shot for shot the same even the very very final thing in the car when they're driving away once he's uh taken ellie away from the surgeons mm -hmm. the dialogue is the same the uh and then the way that he uh kills marlene is exactly the same like even the even down to the dialogue the things that marlene says the thing that joel says to her is exactly the same yeah that was uh that was rough he lies to her to save her life but also keep her from putting her life on the line again giving her life up oh that's yeah that's a rough choice how does that shape the second game uh shapes it a lot a lot yeah, yeah. i figured yeah because it ends on a big note on a he saved her but she could have saved humanity so he just destroys everybody that knew yeah it was kind of cool that the show gave us an insight onto how exactly she's immune yeah that was actually really cool yeah the game all of the outside stuff, like where the infection came from, uh, who Ellie's mom was, the way that they're viewing the, uh, the infection, the reason why she's immune, none of that is actually like in the game itself. You could find stuff in the game, like uh, documents and things like that that will kind of like paint the picture for you, which is why like you have like all these YouTube channels that have like the lore broken down and everything like that. It's the documents and all the side stuff that you find. None of the story in itself tells you any of that because you know, Joel's not a scientist. Yeah. So you're just playing from the perspective of somebody who's surviving it, not somebody who's studying it. So that's like the big difference. That's pretty cool though. I, I liked the, I liked the added things. I liked, the scenes that they chose to do shot for shot overall i really enjoyed the series and i'm really looking forward to season two which knowing hbo we probably won't get for another two three years yeah unfortunately uh and they <laughs> added the voice actors from the game that you pointed out to me yep those are those are fun easter eggs <laughs> they even have <laughs> they even have the voice actor for a very prominent figure in uh, the last of us part two but i won't get into that oh okay all right, until that comes out, which might be a while. Yep. We love the show. We recommend it. We gave you some spoilers, but we also left a lot out. So have fun. Yeah, until the next time. Hopefully we get another series or movie that's that good. Holy crap. <laughs> You're talking God of War. 
and they're talking Ghost of Tsushima. Oof. Okay. All right. We're going to have to go to that when those come out. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we'll catch you later. All right. Later, everyone.